0: Hey guys, welcome to Right Way, a podcast where we give you insight to make informed decisions about your writing career. I'm your host, Rhea Fry, multi published author and CEO and founder of Right Way.
1: And I'm Joe Tower, writer, media producer, and Right Way's executive editor. On this podcast, Rhea and I will take an inside look at the publishing industry with honest and straightforward shop talk.
0: So when you do get published, you'll know exactly what to do the right way. This is a Soulfire production. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another Right Way podcast episode right before Thanksgiving, which actually is one of my favorite holidays ever. Um, but definitely tune
1: in and listen to this one because you're going to want to, for all the authors and wannabes out yes. there, we have an unbelievable He's guest on this one of episode. my favorite
0: humans that I've met <laughs> in this shit show of 2020, <laughs> Evan Shy of High Tide. Um, Evan is, he's been a lifelong entrepreneur. He's a former scientist and metabolism researcher, but most importantly, he's the founder and CEO of High Tide, which is this amazing company that creates virtual book clubs for authors to create community, to create revenue, to take all of that amazing information that sometimes just kind of doesn't really get used once you write a book. And they actually create mm-hmm. a course curriculum for readers around it. Um, I have engaged with High Tide or Right Way has engaged with High Tide to create our upcoming course called Six Figure Book Proposals. And let me tell you, like I've worked with a lot of companies, they are the best in terms of not only what they do, but just the positivity, the care to attention and detail. They're just really in it with you. They want to learn as much as you do. And it's been such a fantastic experience.
1: And you should all keep this in mind because what they offer is, I, you know, we think an incredible uh, supplemental or, or augmented uh, addition to the promotion of your book, the launch of your book and or uh, building your author platform. But no matter if you're just starting out or you're already like neck deep in it, um, visit, visit the website. It's high h i i t i d e H I I T I D E.com and check it out. I think, you know, we both think, and after talking to Evan, we think that any, a a a writer at, at any level, um, could really benefit by seeing what they A
0: hundred percent. Their you know, their virtual book clubs are, they kind of have this amazing model. It's a 28 day virtual book club that offers courses, workshops. It draws out key lessons from the books there you you know if you're if you're someone who's engaging with this you get easy to complete daily exercises, journals, group discussions with the author. So both author and reader are having this completely immersive, interactive experience. And in, a, in an age where, yes, we've all gone virtual, sometimes it can feel a little transactional with, you know, someone hopping on to do an Instagram live. And this goes so much deeper. And it's such a, a rich experience. Um, so I think you're going to love this conversation with Evan Shai. We are going to talk about so many amazing things, specifically for authors. I love what you are doing, Evan, with your company, just you personally and professionally. So welcome to the show, and thank you so much for being here.
2: Oh, I appreciate that, and thank you both for having me. Uh, I've had the pleasure of getting to spend uh, some time with, with you, Rhea, but I would love to, to be able to spend a little bit more time.
1: Uh, yes, I guess. to. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. No, Evan, we we really appreciate you here, and we you know we we really enjoy what you've done so far, and uh, yeah, like Rhea said, what you're doing, what your company's doing, um, really helpful for authors, and we of course look forward to working with you guys more in uh, in the coming years.
0: Oh yeah, I'm yeah. a high tide member for life. Um, so, so speaking of yeah, right. So. Could you tell our listeners a little bit about first who you are and just what High Tide is?
2: Sure, sure. Um, I'll, I'll spare the, the long version, but um, <laughs> High Tide, you know, in a nutshell, really is just a, a virtual learning platform. We have a web and mobile application, but more than that, you know, we're a team that ends up partnering with amazing authors like yourself um, and publishers in some cases to create 28 day virtual book clubs and companion courses that, you know, ultimately are designed to try and translate the All the wisdom in books into interactive exercises, journals, group discussions, help people get the most value that they can out of books. You know, I think there's so much out there in terms of content It can often feel like where do you start and when you start, how do you actually extract value from the material you're spending valuable time uh, ingesting in? So we're trying to help with that process a little bit.
0: It's amazing, too i mean i I think that's one of the aspects of your business that really stood out to me the most was you know when you write a book and then you go and talk about that book, so say you're doing in person events and and you you're talking in such a very condensed way, and I've always thought, especially with nonfiction books, but that so much more can be done it's It's almost like a content strategy in this book that you could extract so many different things from. So I love that you're taking that content and letting it live on because so many authors i know myself included once a book's out we're like all right on to the next one (laughs) like because you know what i mean um yeah yeah. and it can
2: be such a writing a book in and of itself is such a time consuming and often expensive you know process and Mm -hmm. for forever for history i mean people have spent you know, thousands of hours trying to condense all this knowledge and experience that you've had into a few hundred pages. And once you're done with that process, it can, you can it's natural to feel a bit exhausted. And especially to realize that you're just now in the beginning part of the real journey and getting people aware of, of these yeah. things. Right. Exactly. And I, I think, I think what we ended up realizing is it, not just from an author's perspective, but even for consumers that, you know, the traditional methods by which you disseminate that knowledge, so like books, physical books are optimized for transactions, right? And right. audio books are optimized for consumption, but neither for application, right? right? right. And that's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really just trying to uh, get more out of the books for authors and readers. Um, and I think you can do that in a way where, where everyone wins.
0: Exactly. So talk to me a little bit about these virtual book clubs. One of the things I love is that you have a bunch of introductory videos that kind of very easily explains who you are, what you do from an author's perspective, from a member's perspective. Um, But one of the videos says that authors can make a hundred thousand dollars with the virtual book club and Mm -hmm. spend less than three hours with that process which is an amazing sales uh tool in itself but can you talk to me about how like how is that possible how does that work if I'm an author coming to you and I see that that's obviously a very attractive claim but but kind of walk me through that a little bit
2: yeah, I, I, I talk about that one uh, often and, and I that was, we have a, obviously a pretty strong case study and a couple of those at, at this point. Um, importantly, as we've kind of grown our overall offering and, and tried to serve more authors, um, we it, it still is one of those scenarios where I think, particularly for emerging authors, where the more you put into it, the more you end up getting out of it still, right? Yep. Now, in the case studies, where you know it has been a scenario where you know there's six figures that are earned over a, a period of an offering, and very little time has has been spent. And certainly there's uh, a couple partners that that check that box. Um, those are often partners who have established audiences already, mm-hmm. right? And we're kind of right. growing off of the off of that. but the the nice component of what we do for, all of our authors is that it really is a done for you type of experience. And what we invest heavily in right in the beginning of the process, we assign a curriculum design and marketing team to every author that we work with. And they immerse in all of the author's content and develop pretty extensive avatars and hero profiles to understand who is going to get the most value from this book, and more importantly, diving deeper into the material that we have been creating. And starting from that perspective, as, as you know, I know the, the offerings and services that you provide authors, it is so, so important th- these days, particularly to know who it is you are writing for, right? 100%. Who it is you are create- This is a product you're creating. Ultimately. Exactly.
0: You know, Speak the language, yes. <laughs>
1: like it, That's one, what, of the, it's oh, one of the biggest hurdles, yeah,
2: absolutely. It, it's huge, it's huge. Well, because you have these ideas and you want to jump right in and, and start writing and, and share those ideas. And I think inevitably what you find when you do that is either throughout the writing process, uh, you, you probably, you try to talk to too many different audiences. And if you don't realize that during the writing process, you certainly realize that when you're trying to market it. Um, So again, what we do is we spend a lot of time and our team invests a lot of time so the authors don't have to and the authors can focus more of their time on uh, coming in and doing our live Q&As that we provide to the communities and focusing on those kinds of of things, right? Like Mm -hmm. getting closer to their audience rather than in the weeds of some of the production.
0: And can I just say really quickly, like what I love about what you guys are doing that's so different, and we will really talk about that and just just the the author landscape in general and and how to market and promote a book. But, you know, most authors think like, oh, I just need to go and hire a publicist. If I'm going to spend money, that's usually where they're kind of led to, to make that spend. And what I've found to be true is, Publicists don't have time to read your book or or dive into your book. They might do a quick skim or assign it to someone, but they never get to know you that much or your audience and and what what your book is really about or who it best serves. It's kind of a, a blanket process for each and every book. And I think that's such a differentiating factor for you where- no, you can't, you know, you can't guarantee a return on investment, but, but kind of, I mean, it's, it's going to be a much more immersive, enriched experience for the author than just hiring a publicist. There are no guarantees. You don't really know if you're going to sell any books. Um, This is just so strategic and in such a wonderful way to not only build community, but maybe some revenue. So I think it's I think personally as an author, I mean, it's one of the coolest companies I've seen, um, and how you're approaching this whole industry in a different way. Now, well, Joe and- Tower, you can talk, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I'm curious. I mean, I'm curious because, you know, so much of our client base and our listenership right now are like, um, authors at various stages and, and, and individuals that are really running the gamut, um, uh, not only for, um, the kind of product they're, they're, they're putting together, but uh, the kind of outlet um, they're looking for, for that product. So, and you, you, you did sort of answer this, but I think there's sort of a twofold question here. And I'm, you know, hopefully not asking you to continue selling high tide because uh, <laughs> it, it really does it on, on its own, but who have, who in your experience so far with your clients, do you feel like, Really benefits the most from the services that you guys provide in terms of of, of authors. I mean, because we've got people looking for traditional publishing, looking at hybrid publishing, looking at self-publishing, and we do we 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 at Rightway we offer services that can that can direct them um, toward toward any of those. But who do you find um, of those authors that are either doing it on their own or um, have already? really establish themselves who benefits the best from from what high tide does i appreciate the question and um quite honestly
2: who benefits the best is going to be authors that fundamentally Want to actually provide real value to the community that they are serving or want to, you know, grow in terms of the, the community uh, that we're building. Because we, as I said, we work with influential authors like Byron Katie or Dr. Yeah. Ian Smith who have huge audiences. And we also work yeah. with emerging authors, right, who are experts, subject matter experts in a particular field and help them reach new readers with the tools that those readers need to get the most value out of their work work. And we enjoy both aspects of that process because we have people who have known an author for 10 years, but haven't been able to get real transformational value from their offerings. And then you hear their testimonials, after experiencing high tide, and it is a transformational experience. And Mm -hmm. then also helping people with the discovery of new authors that they weren't aware of, right? So- Mm -hmm. Uh, both ends of the spectrum we like to serve. And although it is a relatively easy lift on the author side, because we are doing so much of the the production process and marketing, um, it still is important to us. And because we're not just a fully open platform either, um, that we are working with authors who do truly care about disseminating
1: real value to the people who are consuming our content. Do you find that there, sorry, Rhea, oh, no, right. of course, like further, like we're further yeah. curious, like what are the kinds of books that, that, then that authors are writing, whether established or whether, I would love that you take, you guys take on just like the full spectrum of authors, but what kinds of books do you find, uh, work, work the best for what you guys do? Like very, like would, yeah. would it work for a fiction? Would this work for a fiction book uh, or, yeah. or, you know?
0: Yeah. We talked about that a little bit. We got Evan- explain.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So the obvious application is, you know, for kind of self-help and and personal Mm -hmm. development. So um, uh, I'll I'll give you a little bit about my background to explain kind of how we got here and how the platform was built and why that makes sense. Um, So I was a PhD candidate doing muscle physiology research and protein metabolism. And I was trying to make the jump from academic publishing to the general population and, you know, between the three of us and all of your audience, I I did a lot of things wrong. Now, fortunately that was a long time ago, I learned a lot, but what we knew we wanted to do is try to figure out a way of, you know, taking this value from all of our research and providing to people in a way that they could integrate it into their lives. So we built our first mobile application at that time. We turned these pages into daily programs. And we started recognizing with the success of that That we could utilize a similar format, a a similar philosophy to disseminate other types of educational content that could meaningfully help people live better. So we started doing that with Love and Relationships, you know, with Esther Perel, Dr. Alexander Solomon and, you know, other authors like that. Tell people improve their relationships. And the response was just profound. So that is kind of the, you know, now we've gone into leadership and business, um, and where some companies sponsor their employees to join. So that's the kind of natural fit, but yeah. fiction feels like this really unique mm-hmm. opportunity us that we have been talking a lot about internally we have some fiction titles uh currently in our catalog and we want to continue experimenting with it and so far what we've seen is really really positive so i think there's oh not great a yeah
0: right. i i eventually or initially contacted high tide for my book that came out in august so i approached them for my novel and as we started talking i was like wait we could take our book proposal methodology and create a digital course from it which we'll we'll talk about a little bit later but but I think it's so cool because no one's doing anything like that for fiction and I constantly say fiction is a harder sell because there's not a sense of urgency it's not solving a problem like nonfiction. sure people can want to be entertained but there's no scarcity factor (laughs) when a book goes on sale it's like all right well you know it's it kind of comes and goes, there's that six week window to kind of make a splash. And then the in-house team moves on to something else. So if you could offer that same service to novelists, I mean, oh man, I think the sky's the limit with with what you could do for fiction. Um, Which kind of leads me to my next question. So do you have to have a published book before you come to you? Or can you have an idea for like curriculum, for instance, and then create a book out of that or just create the curriculum or do you actually have to have a book?
2: Yeah, so... The way I see our relationship starting to evolve with partners, as you can imagine now. So typically, yes, you have to have a book when you start and we create a virtual book club around it. But what's starting to happen is because of the engagement data that we're able to capture from these community people that are engaging, right? What types of content are they responding to? What kind of demands do they have that aren't being serviced? We're able to um, inform the author's next projects that they take on, right? So it's it's helping them in the formation of books that they haven't written. Now, we do provide, um, and we're starting to do this a, a little bit more as, as you know, we're starting to do course creation stuff mm-hmm. for, for authors who don't necessarily maybe have a book already, have certainly have a concrete idea of what they want to do, but it's a way of them being able to utilize the capabilities we've created from a curriculum design perspective as well. Which is awesome. Amazing.
1: So like, I mean, in your, you know, after working with with authors developing all of these incredible, like, uh, you know, audience and readership, interactive platforms for them, what do you see do you see what high tide does is like taking potentially like taking the place of, you know, certain things like in-person book events uh, or tours or, or readings or, you know, those like live Q and I mean, especially now in like, in, in the midst of the pandemic, do you see it taking the place of, or being more, more supplemental and additional to what, how we've, how we've all, already been consuming uh, yeah. author's books.
2: You know, I think in-person experiences are something that are important. They offer something unique. Um, and I, I think it's something that, that would always encourage that kind of real in-person connection. That said, it should be something that you can do to augment the relationship with your community. But you, it, virtual experiences can be and have the opportunity of being the the core experience, the way to actually reach to do these book tours, things that you used to have to travel around the country to do, and you know, go into these small markets, and you know, pay for flights and and hotels, where you could do those things virtually now. And with High Tide, we're trying to do it in a way where you can continue to uh, grow a community in one place, right, yeah. where they aren't kind of on this treasure hunt to try and find where you are and, you know, where this podcast you were on was and where this article you wrote was, and, you know, all of these different uh, channels and places that they have to go just to find uh, an author. Uh, So I I think it can be the core.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I I don't know, I feel like, having just gone through a, a virtual, uh, book tour from, you know, I was supposed to be in person, everything was virtual. And I think a lot of these virtual events will stick around, especially for bookstores where, you know, sometimes they'll get 10 people there. Instead, they're having a thousand people view sure. in only about 10% of those people are probably purchasing books from the bookstore. But I think there's a lot of advantages, um, going forward. I mean, especially with what you do, you were doing this long before quarantine, but, um, but I mean, thank God for that. Right. Like, <laughs> well, it's amazing
1: because it is like this like weird vert, like the virtual and technological bottleneck, but the pandemic is, I, I I, sure. I, I find it so amazing that, you know, obviously you had enough foresight, um, to have been doing this as long as you were doing it before this happened, but like, what an incredible, um, yeah, what an incredible service you 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 then provide in during during this time. Um, Absolutely, kind of amazing.
0: So, yeah, so if I'm an author, so just kind of well, I am an author. But like, so say I'm an author. <laughs> say I'm a nonfiction author. Say I'm like your target, you know, target client, and I come to you and I want to engage for this virtual book club. Can you kind of take me through the process on? Again, what I have to do, what you do, kind of the community building aspect, the timing of everything, just so um, listeners can be clear on how that works.
2: Sure, sure, yeah. So um, it, it's a very, very straightforward process. We've done, we've gone through this a, a lot, and we've we've designed it to be as kind of frictionless as possible. But you know, initially, it would start with a conversation. Um, with with myself and our research team, kind of better understanding uh, the author's work and their overall kind of digital product ecosystem, if you will. So it's important to us that we have visibility on the overall business of the author, or if there isn't maybe an established business, that we have visibility on that so we can help that author start to build and develop that business. But um, so we have a conversation if we identify that it is a, a good fit. Um, we sign a you know, pretty standard agreement, mm-hmm. and then we go through a kickoff call. And then our team, once the book has been shared with us, our team really is kind of off to the races. We assign a curriculum design team, and we immerse in that uh, author's content, start developing the curriculum, building the sales material, the... Uh, marketing material, all of that good stuff. So, building an author's email list, um, and then there are just a couple like checkpoints for the author where they come in and do a review session to ensure they feel good about everything that we're creating. Um, but it really is just kind of a couple hours overall uh, throughout that period, and then tuning into those oh. live Q and A's. Amazing.
0: Amazing. And then if I'm, if I'm a community member or, you know, someone who's kind of engaging with this author's material, what, what can I expect? How does that work? What do I pay? What kind of walk me through that process?
2: Sure. Sure. Yeah. So individual, uh, individuals, when they want to join a high tide virtual book club, they pay $60 to join. Okay. Um, they, once they come in, they have a private community for every virtual book club as a private space on our platform. And within that space, they have a personalized daily calendar that is uh, delivering to them these, uh, the companion course, right? So these micro doses, these super efficient uh, lessons, exercises and journals that they have on their calendar and they go through them. So these are gonna be TED talks. They're gonna be different forms mm-hmm. of media. They're gonna be journal reflections that they have every day, requiring you to apply the principles that are in the book. And for us curriculum and community, go hand in hand. So yeah. it's a very collaborative experience with other people in the book club. And then you tune in for these private live Q and A's where the author comes in and, and asks your questions directly.
1: That's awesome. uh, let's, let's talk for a minute about like community building. And, and sure. you know, we've, we've obviously talked about it a little bit and you mentioned it a couple of times, but can you talk a little bit more about um, how its importance to author? I mean, we talk about it a lot as well. We evening. do, yeah. In leading up to either writing a book or trying to publish a book, how important um, building a community can be, not only for an author platform but just as a as a writer. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the importance of it, and and also then how it works with within you know the virtual book clubs and so forth? Sure. So yeah i think
2: community building generally speaking is is going to be important for both stakeholders in this case obviously readers and and authors and i think for authors it's particularly challenging probably today right there's a lot of talk mm-hmm. about building community there's a lot of options for people yeah. to go and start building community mm-hmm. you have to understand that Th- there are no probably like just hacks to build a community anymore right. right right, it, right. It, it is fundamentally, and that's kind of what the disclaimer I was providing um, to the original point about spending three hours and you know making a mm-hmm. hundred thousand dollars for an emerging author who is building a community, it is going to require a consistent commitment and a commitment to deliver real value to a community of people. So how we try to do that is by we open up the book club before actual the book club starts so the community is open if you will and we start marketing and getting people into the community and delivering them all sorts of content value and in some cases uh, bring the author in to do a Q&A maybe even before the, the Q&A or before the book club starts
0: awesome. but
2: starting to build a rapport and a relationship with those people early on in the process I, I think it's just so important these days.
0: Yeah. And how do you find, I mean, how do you find the like, high tide, like where do you find those readers and community? I mean, we talk so much about social media on this podcast, yeah. but, but beyond and that, in
1: life I mean, and just in, and in
0: life. Yes. Sure. But, but yeah, what's your, what's your best tool to, to kind of suss out and find um, where those communities are.
2: Yeah, so we've built the platform at this point we have about 14,500, you know, paid members, people who are engaged with these different virtual book clubs. Awesome. So wow. a sizable community, not huge but a no, that's good great. engaged, engaged.
0: yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah.
2: Now, we did that with a laughable marketing budget up until, you know, recently. Where now we are starting to do much more, you know, paid advertising and promotion, but I always have um, I'm a bit bearish or skeptical on just social media yep. generally, <laughs> and uh, and what you can. I think there's a lot of promises out there of what you can achieve with paid advertising on Facebook and Instagram. I think when you actually get into the trenches of it, yes. uh, it's it's a bit more challenging than than people realize at first. Um, fortunately, we've we've had some good success there, and I think that's because we've really taken time to. Uh, one, refine our our process and and the tactics we use to to go find those people, but also the avatar development in the beginning, right? It's because we Mm -hmm. invest so much time in understanding who these people are, what they're, you know, where they're spending time, what their concerns are. And then we utilize those things in a variety of different ways to try and go give visibility to this offering to them in those places. And again, I know I keep saying this, but try and deliver value, real value to those people. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And I have to speak on that because again, you guys have done such a brilliant job on the just audience and who we're going to sell our course to, which we're calling six figure book proposals, but high tide has like done beyond. I mean, Beyond due diligence in terms of, you know, talking to my past clients and really, you know, writing articles and just trying to really figure out who this course is for understanding authors pain points. I mean, it's been amazing to have a truly engaged, invested team, you know, taking what it is that I do, but then turning it into something you know, quote unquote, for the masses um, is is pretty amazing. You guys have been awesome, and I'm totally all slowing right. you down because I suck so, <laughs> and I'm super so, so slow no, never, never, <laughs> on everything. Stop um, it. Yeah, uh,
2: you you've had good. to be. I mean, you've had to be relatively involved too. I mean, and importantly, because um, you know we we are asking you for a good amount of videos and, sure. and all of that kind of stuff. So, and, and I know you're busy. So no worries. And it's, it's going to be all the better, you know, when we, when we release it. Well, well
0: it's well, been, and I mean, that's, sorry, not to interrupt you, Joe, but that's just what I, I, I've been so like, okay. Cause I'll be totally honest. I have thrown money at companies in the past or publicists or marketing coaches, you know, meet, I mean, just anyone and everyone that you can think of. And it's always a somewhat removed process. And I've often been disappointed and the absolute care, attention, and teamwork that I felt from you guys. And I'm not just saying that, like, I would recommend you to anyone. I am seriously a customer for life. And I just, um, it's been such a pleasant experience and an otherwise pretty insane year. (laughs) So, um, it, yeah, it's been a fantastic process and a learning process for me. I'm figuring out through this where I can improve my own methodology with working with clients and how to, yeah, it's, it's been so cool to kind of put what I do under the microscope and, and see what works and what doesn't.
1: I mean, to everyone listening, there's your sales pitch.
0: Right well, there you there. go. Yeah. Well, no, and um, I, I'm not just saying that. It's 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 been amazing. It's been the most positive experience.
1: Well, I, I think this also is there's an interesting question here for you, Evan, which is you know like because um, I've been able to you know hear from Ria what the process has been, you know, not only deciding to to work with with High Tide, but but also like going into it what you know, the expectations on her have been, are there anything, is there anything like, you know, for, for an author that maybe, you know, has, has the book or, or kind of has the, the, the fundamental content or the, or the platform to, to work with you guys and promote, um, are there, is there anything like we haven't talked about in the relationship between your, your author clients and you guys that, that you would maybe suggest to authors coming into the process to have ready, or or what to be ready for, yeah. or like maybe specific um, setups or or equipment or expectations, or or exactly what they 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 can do to best prepare to make sure that the process working with you guys goes as smoothly as possible.
2: Yeah, I appreciate that, and maybe that's that's a better question for R- Rhea in this, in this case. But
0: um, have time. Um, on my, um, my, mine's just time. It's critical, a, critical. And yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I think that and um, I, to the extent and certainly we, we help with this process in either way, we, we get pretty deeply immersed uh, in it because we have to from the curriculum design standpoint. But uh, to the extent you have a kind of a clear idea of either who it is you're going after or like who it is you're building this for, or we're building this for and in, in, in team and uh, partnership or like what you want it to do for, for your exactly. business. I, I exactly. think that is yeah. really, really, really important. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Knowing that why right off the top, yeah. like I think that, and they, they spent such time with me. You guys spent such time like going over that. And, and, you know, some of the, some of my goals have changed. Some of the ideas have changed, but, but that why, and why I want a digital course and who I want it to serve. I mean, we spent a lot of time on that. And I think that that's kind of the driving force going forward, which is amazing. Um, so just talking about authors in general, because I know you've, you've worked with very high level authors, you know, probably people in the middle of their careers, newly emerging authors, Um, not even in context of what High Tide does, but just you as an observer, do you see any mistakes that authors or aspiring authors repetitively make when trying to promote their books? Oh yeah. Um, So talk to us about that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I think just kind of holistically, And how, you know, people view the project of writing and publishing a book uh, is too one sided on the production of the book and not getting visibility for that book and, and really what's going to be required to do that now. Again, I think part of that process happens actually in the initial writing of the book, and I think that's that's super important, but certainly wouldn't get into like a paralysis by analysis kind of scenario, but you want to have a clear idea of what you're doing. That's why I think what you do is so, so important in guiding that part of the process, right? Um, yeah. And I would advise everyone to go through a similar process that you have architected or the process. Um, And then from a a marketing perspective, it's just so easy. There's so many fast tips and, you know, uh, uh, marketing guides. You can, you can buy that are effectively telling you some version of, um, you need to do paid ads on Facebook. You need to do some live webinars and, you know, you need to build an email funnel. Right. And then you're good, but like, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't work that way. Right. Like you just have to be more thoughtful in that process and, ideally you find the right partners and I know that's challenging you know there's a lot of not right partners um so finding the right partners um ensuring you do your diligence and really thinking about how you are going to build a community of readers and continue to grow and deepen the relationship with those readers so even if you only capture some of the value for this project you're mm. starting to invest in your projects in the future
0: absolutely and yeah. this is this is something that i didn't ask before but so if someone is engaging with you for the virtual book club when does that happen in relation to when their book is published mm. is it is it well after is it near the release does it matter um, have you seen a, a, a like golden time frame for what you guys do to to kind of capitalize on what the author's trying to do?
2: Yeah, we've experienced huge success when um, just after a launch, where yep. you can take advantage of that. But also, so for instance, like Byron Katie, you know, books that are uh, were published ten years ago, and we've just brought totally new
0: life to to this I can't ecosystem. Believe she's your client. I mean, I, when, <laughs> I wa- when I was when I was watching crazy. that video, I was I like, see. "Holy shit! This is this yeah, is incredible!"
2: <laughs> yeah it, when she gives you feedback that is the feedback that she's given us, you know we all kind of are just sitting there not, not oh. sure what to say we're just like moved by it yeah you
0: know? amazing uh,
2: so yeah so that it works in in
1: both scenarios um, yeah awesome um i i mean i'm I'm curious you guys and you're you know you're a lifelong entrepreneur you you've obviously been. Um, have that 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 spirit and that sense and I'm I mean I'm curious I mean I think obviously we all are a little bit curious right now like what's going to happen over the course of the next year like what's going to happen even looking further but specifically for for high tide how do you see how do you guys see what you guys do changing and evolving um, or how have you changed and evolved maybe already and how do you see yourselves changing and evolving over the next you know year two years five years 10 years sure sure yeah so i always try to
2: avoid you know predicting the future yep. based on <laughs> sure. any kind of sure. trends yep. or yeah you know, no but yeah but based on but based on first principles i mean i, I am operating and we are operating under the assumption that um when people are are reading books, particularly nonfiction books, that one of the metrics they are using to assess value is the utility and meaning they're getting from those books. And as we understand that, you know, Utility is going to be, you know, how are you learning something that you didn't know before? How are you able to apply those learnings to your life in a way that is uh, profitable to you, right? In a way that is is creating some kind of change in your life that, again, is is meaningful. So, as a business, and as we think strategically, we are trying to continue to optimize in ways that provide a better experience for people getting more value out of, of books that they pick up. We think that books are, you know, the largest repository of unrealized value. In
0: yes. The world, yes. You know, thank
2: God you yeah. said it. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it, It's like, how do we, how do we provide the accessibility of a of a book for the value that's typically required for a course? Right. It's like how right. can we bridge that gap a bit? And um, you know, I, I had an experience. Um, I'll share a personal guys real quick. Yeah. But, please, please. Uh, about a, a decade ago. I um, was reading the book by Alan Watts. Mm -hmm. And it was a book that probably sat on my shelf for years before that, but a couple of my best friends picked it up and started reading it. And as a result of that, we started getting together at this whole Asian restaurant down the street and just had the most intoxicating conversations. I mean, uh, a couple of times people would come up to our table and and either jump in the conversation or just comment on the conversation we were having. Um, And we'd end up holding each other accountable to what we are, discussing and and trying to live differently and these conversations changed the trajectory of my life i mean i sold a business that i hated at the time i started the business that i loved and eventually became high tide started traveling i ran with the bulls in spain i went hang gliding off cliffs in brazil and it's like so many people don't have those types of relationships in their lives, right? Of people who can inspire and support positive change. And it's so, so important now more than ever that we're able to extract value from books and from experiences that are all around us. And I, I want to do what we can as a business to facilitate that discovery and provide that kind of connection for people
0: and i think you're so successful at that because that's what i feel it's like a group of people that actually cares it's not a churn and burn culture i've worked with just personally i've worked with a lot of agencies and companies that you know have a wonderful message but it's you get lost in the doing and and just client work and you really feel that care and attention uh, i mean you can tell that 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 is like the core value of your company, which is amazing. Um, And speaking of, so I noticed that, um, and I think it was maybe on one of your videos too, but on your, when you sign your emails, you have the 1% better every day in every way. Um, What does that mean personally for you?
2: Yeah, so 14 minutes, quite literally, and we've we've
0: implemented this
2: uh, t- t- tactically in the business as kind of a rule of thumb, but 14 uh, minutes is 1% of your day. And it's this kind mm-hmm. of accessible duration that you can commit to every day to invest in yourself and uh, living just a, a little bit better. Now, for me, that this is a saying that I've used for uh, Definitely over a decade, and it was a way. I've always been an entrepreneur. I've had all the the challenges that come with that, and um, oftentimes, uh, particularly today, you can wake up in the morning and feel a bit, uh, you know, overwhelmed and like you have so much to do. But there's an accessibility uh, that comes with just thinking, you know, all I have to do is focusing on getting one percent better today. Right?
0: Love that, and
2: the difference that that can make in your life, I mean, is is profound. It's exponential, quite literally.
0: I mean, uh, do you think anyone even focuses for fourteen minutes at a time anymore? I mean that that's one of my <laughs> my biggest. No, I'm serious. Like it's I'm one
1: actually, of it's I'm one curious. of my biggest. <laughs> no, like, i would like, sounds like forever. are you kidding That's <laughs> an eternity i'm curious how you factored that into like into the like the design and implementation of the stuff you guys do like uh, do you you know do you account for our weird fluctuating um uh, I think he, attention span because 14 minutes doesn't is- seem to me like Holy
0: crap. Well, I mean, cause yeah. no one, no one does that without, yeah. you know, you have to put your phone away. You have to turn off notifications. I got, just got for my birthday, my first ever pair of noise canceling headphones, which is like changed my God life. Blast. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Evan, like, how do you, I mean, is, what do you do with that 14 minutes or, or do you take chunks of time? Are you able to singularly focus on, on tasks, um, at hand every day?
2: So i'm a I'm a doer, I'm an activity yeah. drives the dream kind of person yep. for sure. Um, so i I certainly struggle with the the multitasking uh, that is for sure. but the truth of the matter is right we we can get as um, as as short with that duration as we can, right to make it just super accessible from a marketing perspective, this, that, and the other, but there is going to be some amount of time that is required of presenting a stimulus to a system, if you will, where it's actually significant enough to create change, right? To actually Mm -hmm. ingrain something new. And we've experimented across the board over the past 10 years in terms of really short durations and longer durations and around 15 minutes is where we find the right balance of meaningful engagement, as well as resulting in meaningful change and uh, integration. So that's where we've landed. um, And that's what our curriculum designers use as a parameter when they're creating individual lessons.
0: I love that. I, I, God, recently, I
1: have to start carving up my 14 minutes. I know. <laughs> well, no,
0: I mean, I, um, I've taken up this meditation practice called Ziva meditation and it's two 15 minute, you know, meditations twice a day. And I couldn't okay. believe when I started how challenging that was to just sit with myself again and my thoughts and not do anything, but just, you know, allow the mind to kind of do what it's, what it's doing. But it's, uh, I love I have, I've been consistent every single day, twice a day, no matter what. So Amazing. it's been, it's been pretty life changing. It says it'll only take me seven to 10 years to de-stress, <laughs> to de-stress my body. So, you know.
1: I um, like that there's an algorithm to find that out though. I'd be curious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Only 40 more years until I feel, <laughs> you know, about
1: ah, it. <laughs> um oh brutal um well this is amazing uh evan can we talk for a second about any of our listeners that you know might be interested in in the services you guys offer how can they work with you guys sure yeah
2: they can uh simply go to hightide.com uh spelled a, a little goofy but h-i-i-t-i-d-e um Or they can uh, email us as well. And anyone in your audience can just email me directly, uh, evan at hightide.com.
1: We'll include, that'll all go in the show notes so people can read as well as hear. Uh, I love your website too, by the way. I think you guys have such a, like a cool, slick, simple and serene website. I gotta say like I I, I appreciate that it's gonna be uh, you're gonna see
2: a a new face uh in a couple of days so hopefully you you still feel that uh, way
0: yeah that's awesome all right all right
1: awesome awesome Awesome. Awesome. looking forward to it
0: thank you so much Evan I feel like we could talk uh forever but um everybody go higher high tide you will not regret it
2: (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate you both thank you so much for having me thank you